Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. On today's show, we're going to be taking a look at some of the playoff races going on around the league. Some are very over, and others are very less over. So, I'm going to focus well, on the well more said. interesting ones, probably. But, you know. I mean, that's just the truth. I don't know what to tell you other than that. <laughs> Some are less over. Yep. It's Hey, I don't lie out here, all right? Only spit truths. True enough. <laughs> uh, let's go over some obvious things here first. There are two divisions being the West and the Central that have three teams that have already clinched a playoff spot, though no team has clinched a top of a division spot. Uh, There is the East, which has no one officially clinched yet. And then there is the North, where only Toronto has clinched at the top of the division. Um, North being particularly weird due to the lack of games Vancouver has played. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was looking at the standings last night, and I was like, "Oh my god, Ottawa passed Vancouver! What happened?" And then I saw the games played. Yeah. And I was like, "We're good." Seven games played difference there. Is I get little, it. Uh, ooh, Ottawa does have a four twenty points percentage, though. Nice. Get it in there where you can. Dorian, uh, smoke weed every day, son. <laughs> the East is the most competitive division if you don't count Buffalo and New Jersey. <laughs> it is it is a impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> Where even theoretically right now Philadelphia could still get in. They won't, but Yeah. They're not uh, yeah, I mean 11, 11 points back of fourth place is too far. That's too much crap. Yeah. So it is. Once again, my rational faith in the Philadelphia Flyers comes crashing down into nothingness. As is, will I ever learn? No. (laughs) Um, And the Islanders very quietly losing their way back to the pack. Yeah, they have. uh, They stopped punching with uh, Washington up at the top there, but I mean they they were straight cozy in this man, like they were. They were comfortable. They're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be a room. no problem. Now the Rangers are five points back. I mean, they should and, still make the playoffs. But I yeah. mean, look, they're six games left. Like we're we're talking like this. It's close, but the way they've played lately, oof. not pretty. It it's been bad, man. Like they're it's like they're trying to miss. You uh, you hate to see it. The central overview, Carolina, Florida, Tampa have all clinched. It's essentially Nashville and Dallas for the yeah. fourth spot. The next, the next three teams are all future central teams for next season. Yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> I will say, dude, what, what Dallas has accomplished this year, they've had... A crazy ass schedule. Think of what Colorado's schedule was, but the entire season um, with more back to backs. And then 
they've done the entire thing without their starting goaltender. Yep. Although, granted, Anton Kudobin just took them to a Stanley Cup final. So it's fine. But no Tyler Sagan. And they're, they are two points out with two games in hand. Not bad. That's that's a super and like I did not pick them to make the postseason just because of that. And for them to be as close as they are and like right on the edge of making that post. And I tell you, Carolina doesn't want anything to do with either one of those teams in round one. I believe because that. UC Soros' second half, UC Soros has been phenomenal in net for the Predators. We're talking like you could maybe start building a Vesna top five case. I'd have to I'd have to look at things the a little bit closer, numbers, but, but yeah, it, yeah. Uh, UC Soros like UC Soros is exactly the kind of like that's exactly the situation a top seed does not want. One of the reasons why I'm less worried about the Blues if the Abs if the Abs get the Blues in round one. Jordan Bennington just really has like he's been he's been average at best. He's been yep. okay. Yeah, it's it's the team around him that has picked up their play, and that's like the it's obviously a good hockey team. But Bennington himself, like it's not like Bennington caught fire, and that goaltending. I, I'm sorry, like if Colorado gets Philip Grubauer's goaltending that we've seen all season from him, they're, they're, they'll be fine. Yep. Um, but UC Soros could straight up steal a series against Carolina. To Brad's point in the chat, Dallas living large with 12 overtime losses in uh, the regular season has yeah. kind of kept them in it. And eight, they've been in the shootout eight times. Yep. But at the same time, like they are, you have to do what you have to do to get those points. For sure. Like when you could say, like if you, if, if the Avalanche were. Without Nathan McKinnon the entire year, Nazem Kadri, they're their 1C. Think about how everybody feels about Nazem Kadri right now. That guy's, that guy's their 1C. Tyson Jones is their 2C. <coughs> JT Comfer is their 2C or 3C. Somehow still their 3C, yeah. Yeah, like, and they, and, and Colorado was, was, was in that mix. You know, with Pavel Francouz starting instead of Philip Grubauer, yep, it's a it's a it's a hell of an accomplishment for them to even be as close as they are. You know, and you know whatever you can orange slices and all right, but you they they've got a good chance to actually get in games games in hand advantage. Uh, Nashville had their crazy hot streak as they always do. And they've they've since cooled, but Five, that's a four and one now, yeah. And they're that's a 10. that's an interesting race, and like that race for first place matters. Yeah, it's as much as over. as much as I'm like, oh, you don't want that. Like Nashville scares you a little bit because you see Soros. Dallas scares you because it's a veteran team that just went to the Cup final that has absolutely refused to budge this year. But you definitely take those teams over playing Florida or Tampa Bay. How given how things have gone this year. Yeah, that it certainly looks like Florida and Tampa Bay are on a collision course here. Um, Tampa Bay, I guess, could catch, could catch Carolina. I don't think Florida can, given they've played fifty-one games already. Yeah, but it's you're still talking. It's two points. 
it's too and I don't know, but it's I, I don't also know what too, those, that's true. Know what if Tampa like. and Carolina are playing each other a bunch, mm. that could really change things. But not knowing what those schedules look like, it's I don't know. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun race to watch as a I don't care about this result at all. But just enjoy this series. Yeah, yeah. but but this is gonna be a, a fun like fight to the death. I I I will watch that especially with the Avs going late, 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 late now. Uh that will be that will be the series of games that, games that you can watch. Yeah. Exactly that I will be prioritizing. Yeah, and obviously the the big story of the regular season for the Central Division was the impo- implosion of Columbus this year who just haven't been competitive really. Um yeah, um Seth Jones was bad, Zach Wierenski got hurt. Patrick Line, Max Domi did not work out. Yep. Um <laughs> Nick Felino got old. David Savard got old. I mean, they did a great job getting... Of selling all those dudes off. Yeah, like, they did a great job at the deadline of getting something for their failures this year. Instead of just crashing into the earth. Yep. They have, they have what, they got first-round picks for both Felino and Savard. Yep. That's That's good value, for sure. So definitely did a good job there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then obviously we have the West at the top. Vegas, Colorado, and Minnesota have all clinched. Uh, look, there's there's still very much jockeying for which position teams finish in here, but the Blues have pretty much taken that fourth spot as well from Arizona. Ooh. They have three games in hand, and they're up three points. Yeah, I think we're looking at the four teams. Yep. Barring some nonsensical falling apart from the Blues, it would be tough for them to give that spot back. Yeah, well, and like this is also where you consider the Blues have a tough schedule. Yep, you know, but they've had a tough schedule and they've still done this. So, good job to them. Actually, see, Arizona lost to San Jose the other night. By the way, yeah, so they're not doing themselves any favors, and they they're about to play the. Vegas twice. I mean, look at the last 10, dude. Two and eight, two, seven and one. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to win games to get into the postseason. You're not going to lose your way in. I have found a way to do that once or twice. (laughs) They won at the end. They they won game 82. At least that's true. (laughs) I mean, that was a 95 point team. They did plenty of winning. it was just the last like was, five games that year was a nonsense of the Blues and the Avs both trying to give that spot away. But yeah, I mean, we talk Duncan Keith. Yeah, seconds left yep. in regulation. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll we'll get into the actual position battles in period two, but. Teams feel pretty much decided in the West. There's one spot left with two teams battling in the Central. The East is interesting. I think every spot is still up for grabs in some way there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the North is is super weird. We'll talk about 
Montreal north, and Vancouver mostly. Yeah, I think the north is pretty well decided. Um, it's still just seeding. Yep. And Vancouver has so many games left that you could like, well, maybe. You but just, then you see like last night they get they get smoked by Ottawa, and you're like, all right. The league, the league completely screwed them. Yep. With that schedule. Here's a month off. Now play every day forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, and be be close enough that it's like, oh, you're totally still in this playoff race, right? You're totally uh, still in this. And are like, you really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, okay, hey, if they win, if they win every game. They will absolutely make the playoffs. Yep. They'd have to win basically five in a row to really be competitive. Yeah. Um, it's a big ask, dude. Like yeah. the the Canucks are just in the, the league. The league screwed them. Like no, you'll get no argument from me there. Yeah. They, uh, they're living the rough life on that one for sure. But we can take our first period break there as we are sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Check them out today. You can get an amazing bet. It's There's still time. You have four or five hours left to get on, in on this bet when you use code DNVR for signing up for a new account. But all you have to do is take your $1 and you had to turn it into $100 if a quarterback is drafted first overall tonight in the NFL draft. So that is that is going to happen for sure. So just go do that and get yourself $100 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Once you earn that 100 bucks, you can bet on the Avs, you can bet on the Rockies, you can bet on the Nuggets, you can bet on any other team in any of these leagues, or you can bet on crazy stuff like other sports that are barely even sports sometimes. So DraftKings has you covered no matter what you're looking to bet on. Highly recommend if you haven't checked these guys out yet. And please use that DNVR code as it lets them know we sent you over there. You can download their app as well and bet straight from your phone. Turn $1 into $100. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of the NFL draft... We have a giant draft show this evening coming just for you from our Broncos guys. Highly recommend y'all check it out. Starts at 545 Mountain Time. They'll be there breaking down all the picks, talking about how it affects the Broncos. Can't recommend it enough. Y'all remember our draft shows from last year. It's going to be awesome. Check them out, please. Support us. It's going to be fun. Broncos are going to be busy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they uh they stay at nine or not. Gonna be interesting. Well, and, and nine is like high enough to get one of the really good players. Yep, but low enough where you're like, oh, if I turn this on, you know, this is this is not gonna be a. I watched it for five minutes, and now it's just a bunch of other teams doing stuff, like. I remember when the Avs drafted McKinnon, like we all knew what was what coming. Was coming. Yep. And they go up there and they draft McKinnon. And then it was like, all right, 
<laughs> we out you, fam. Like later. Fun party. Now, obviously, that was a little different because they did all seven rounds that day. Yeah. Um, so that was a long night, <laughs> a long draft party. That was like only the diehards of the diehards were still there by the end of it. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Uh, Wilhelm Leslin, baby. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> also brought to y'all by Gabby Insurance. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash D-N-V-R to check them out. They save, on average, users $961. You can go save yourself a ton of money with these guys on your home and auto insurance. And it's completely free to check and see how much you can save with them. So check it out today. Get in there. You might as well save yourself a little bit of cash one way or another. Yeah, just do that. Support our partners. You know how it goes. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Which uh, which matchups, which points, jockeying positions do you want to really dive into here? We've talked about the West a ton, so we can talk a- around the league a little bit today. Um, We kind of already talked about the Central. It's It's Nashville and Dallas fighting for the fourth spot. Um, the, the top is still anything goes probably won't be Florida. Uh, the East is the, is the most interesting one. Uh, Washington and Pittsburgh are separated by one point at the top. Washington does have one game in hand. Um, and then you have the Islanders in Boston, one point apart for three and four right now. And then the Rangers lurking for anyone who slips at 58 points. Just a touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw it. Okay. Which we can talk about it if you want. But but we'll get to it in a minute. Okay. The East Division, man. Um, It's fascinating stuff. The Rangers have criminally disappointed this year. Lafreniere, (laughs) Kakao. I mean, you have... you, You get the gift of the gods two years in a row for a rebuilding team. One that wanted to have it be a short rebuild because Mika Zibanejad had the big breakout. You sign Artemi Panarin in in, in the offseason. You get the player that you hope you signed in Artemi Panarin. You get the absolute world beater, the monster. Yep. That guy happened. Like... they, They did everything. They did everything. They've got... A great young, they've got a great young goaltender in Igor Shesterkin. I mean, they they trade for Jacob Truba, number one D. They draft and and develop pretty well. They get guys like Keandre Miller. They've still got Niles Lundquist coming over. You know, they've 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 got pieces all over the place, and it just hasn't fit together the way it was supposed to. Because it's, David Quinn sucks. It's just so incredible how top heavy they are. You mentioned <laughs> Panarin and Zabanajad. Adam Fox is absolutely for real, even if I don't think he should win the Norris. Uh, Ryan Strom has revitalized his career there, basically. Ryan Strom living up to the to the billing, yeah, that he got that, when the Islanders so many him. years ago, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then you have Buchnevich who's having a great year too, and then it just completely falls off a cliff for them after that. 
Colin Blackwell is their seventh highest scorer on that hockey team, which look Blackwell's played great, but but dude has 22 points. (laughs) You're you're talking about Lafreniere, 18 points in 50 games, Kako, 16 points in 43 games. And, and then it's just a mess after that. Truba has not gotten the job done for him after a hot start. K Andre Miller has just stopped scoring entirely. And then you just have a bunch of names after that. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, Adam Fox has been stupendous. Yep. You know, he should, he should be a top three finisher for the Norris this year. He's earned I... that. Sorry. He's earned that. Um, I'd have maybe a four or five, but sure. <clears throat> I just, guys been, guys been nails. He's been so good. And the big criticism of him last year is that he didn't take top competition. Well, that's gone now. They've given him they've given him top assignment over Jacob Trouba because Jacob Trouba's been a baddie. He's he literally is their entire defense. That's he's he's what they have on the defensive end, basically. I mean, Ryan Lindgren has been good. He's been he's solid, right? Like Keandre Miller's solid. The defense is going to be a lot better in two years. When these guys, when a lot of these guys mature and grow up and figure it out a little bit, yeah, yeah. they're so they're there's so much potential though. But they have definitely. I mean, you have to wonder what what's what happened because you have Capo Cacao in gear two hasn't taken any kind of step forward. Yep, any like Lafreniere is an eighteen year old is one thing, right? You're you're always you're always gonna give an 18 year old a pass in the NHL. Now a 19 year old had better figure it out. <laughs> I you know I actually was expecting it to be a little more concerning. Kako has played better in the last 10 games or so, but they were like 30 games into the year and he had less than 10 points, and it was it was like, oh my god, what is happening in New York? And, and to a lesser extent, Lafreniere, the same thing. His start to the year was just, how does David Quinn still have a job? <laughs> well, the the other side of this is like, wing is where they're deep, right? Yep. Like, Kakao, you know, Kakao and Lafreniere, I mean, Lafreniere is sitting behind uh, Artemi Panarin and Chris Kreider. Yep. Like, of course, if you're on your third, if you're on a third line, guess guess who you're playing. Third you're not line. taking top competition. You should be able to dunk on them. So yeah. it's like you're not exactly. It's 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 that balance, right? Sure. You have. You, you know, you have the 18 year olds, you have the the prodigies, the the guys that everybody thinks are gonna be the future, but at some point they have to be the now. Like you don't you're not you're not panicking about Kakao, but I think you're definitely starting to worry. Yeah, I think that's fair. You look at what Jack Hughes did in Jersey this year, and how much better do Devils fans feel about Jack Hughes? Yep. They're not necessarily like, oh, my God, he's going to win MVP. But we knew on draft day, we knew 
Jack Hughes was going to take a little bit longer. Yep. That just because of physical maturity and nothing else, he was going to be a guy that that had that was likely going to be ascending. He was I, my camera's over here. He's going to be going <laughs> like this. You know, and cacao the phys- the physical maturity. There was, I mean, you were a cacao guy. Yeah, I I still like him. I but in his draft year, one of the big things about him was look, you can drop him into the NHL and he should be solid right away because he's played pro. He has the body type to do it, and that has not happened. <laughs> well, and you you think you look at when we were talking about Colorado maybe winning that lottery or getting a pick somewhere in there, right? First, second, or third. And we were debating, okay, well, if they get first, I was a, they have to take Jack Hughes. Yep. You have to take that guy. And sorry, but oh my God, how crazy. (laughs) McKinnon and Hughes would be so nasty. Yeah, that just that, I'm just saying they would just that is yeah they would be so nasty. I don't know what happens with Alex Newhook at that point. I don't know if he's an ass. Definitely ab. doesn't get taken at 16 if you take Jack Hughes. I mean, if you take Jack Hughes, you take Krebs at 16, right? Yeah, take the defensive and, guy and you set up you set up McKinnon, Hughes, and Krebs as like that's your answer to Crosby, Malk, and Jordan Stahl from back in the day, right? The Omega Overlord. Am I crazy here? Position, yeah. It would have. Would that not have been like the perfect answer? But be nice. the The conversation around Kakao though was he's he's a big guy. He can step into the NHL and physically handle the game now. And while that's been true, mentally he hasn't. He has not handled it at all. He looks lost. Like, just not. It's just not very good for him right now. And it hasn't gotten significantly better in year two. And I think I think you have to say, at this point, it's a concern. And you would normally be like, look, Lafreniere is an 18-year-old in the NHL. Chill. But one, given his level of dominance in the queue, and two, this this is definitely a disappointment. But two, you just watched this play out with Kako. Are they doing it again? <laughs> it's hard not to think. Jeez. Yep. Are they? Is this a? Is this about to be a thing? Hope not. Certainly hope not. Um. Yeah. Let's, I like I like the the production side the side of our show today is so easy that Kale is able to tweet his way through it. Oh, you love to see it. I think that's awesome. <laughs> He's getting to enjoy the chaos unfolding in the NFL right now. Well, we have to guys, just talk our way through this. Me. Thanks for letting me cloud about Aaron Rodgers right now. I appreciate Dude, it. Dude, it's crazy. They're having all the fun. This feels like this feels like NBA's free agency day. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Remember when our trade deadline was extremely boring? Well, that's been two years in a row. I guess the Avs at least did some stuff, really. This year was the lowest. In like, yeah. Yeah, there there was a, the, the NHL sent out a press release where they were like, there were 17 moves made at the deadline this year. And they were like, last year there were 55. <laughs> it was like, 
Hmm. This sucks. Uh, I did want to touch on the North really quick. Toronto is clinched. Edmonton in second pretty handily. Winnipeg behind them, who have come back down to earth a lot in the last stretch. And then Montreal sitting in fourth. Ottawa's been done for a while. Calgary kind of played their way out of a spot. Yeah. And then you have Vancouver on the outskirts. Yeah, it's like, can Vancouver catch a floundering Montreal? Yep. And then the battle for second place is on. Yep. Edmonton, led by an all-time great season from McDavid. Literally all-time great. Yeah, I mean, we're talking, the last I saw the... If this was an 82 game season, he'd be on pace for uh, 156 points. Yeah. And it's like four points <laughs> in 47 games. Dude. Girl, please. <laughs> that's so that's so insane. He's he's not that far away from averaging two points per game. Like, yeah, oh, he's actually on a exactly on pace to get 100 points this year if he keeps it up. <laughs> that man is uh, a freak. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that one. Um, certainly that I will, has, I will has say, helped. man, you, you've got to... If you, have, if you have an opportunity, watch some Edmonton down the stretch experience McDavid hockey. Just just enjoy what's been an insane year. And then whatever happens in the postseason, like whatever. It'll happen, right? Yep. But if he carries if he carries that over into the postseason, Edmonton is scary. I don't care. I don't care what arguments you have about Mike Smith or the defense or anything else. If McDavid continues that level of play into the into the postseason they are not going to be a fun team to take out. P.S. Tyson Berry is totally going to do his favorite thing in the world and end his point total with the number nine again. He's, he's going to get to 39? He's going to find a way to get to 49. Jeez. <laughs> He'd have to play very well down the stretch, but he's got 41 points right now. Very, uh, very much found himself again after he got the hell out of Toronto. <laughs> But Edmonton's fun. They aren't uh, raw, unbridled dominance like the Central Division, but they are a fun team to watch. Winnipeg is interesting. Really top-heavy. They are extremely top-heavy, and they rely a lot on Connor Hellebuck. Concern with them, no more Nick Ehlers for the rest of the regular season. Who was kind of their dude. He was their, yeah. I mean, he's he's been the player that a lot of people believe Kyle Connor is. Because Kyle Connor is atrocious defensively. And that's that's really where that's that's really it. He's bad defensively, and Ehlers is awesome. There's a reason I tried to I tried to get the Avs to trade for Nick Ehlers for like three years, and then he broke. He finally scored in the postseason last year, 
had the big breakout, and it was like, well, they're never going to move him now. And then he had this year, and it's like, dang it! Well, now he can ask for a billion dollars on his next contract, and they can move him then, though. Um, look, they have they have some nice pieces at the top. Pionk has been productive as well, not insanely productive. Just but keeps on finding yep. a way to be a good, solid player. They, so far, housed the Rangers in the Jacob Truba trade. Oh, yeah. That's... Neil Pionk and Billy Hanela for Jacob Truba. With the way Truba's played since he got to New York. And given the contract that he signed, they that's that's I mean that's a theft of a theft by Chevy. Is it is it weird that the best player in the Dubois for Line A trade might actually be Jack Roslovic. Yeah, I mean Roslo's he's done well in Columbus. Yep. Um kind of predictably. Yeah, totally. He he chilled out. He had that like crazy, crazy hot start, but chilled out since then. Um them trying to ask Patrick Line to just not be Patrick Line. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you. It's 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 like watching Jared Bednar the first year with Tyson Berry. Yep. Where it was like, bro, you just you have to that let him. Yep. You have to let this guy just be who he is. Yep. I know it's going to drive you crazy, but you'll get but nothing you, out of him otherwise. Yeah. You just have to live with the warts here and ask him to get better, ask him to work on things. All of that is totally fair. But if you're so intent on trying to turn, trying to get him to do things that you take away the things that make him special, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yep. Cause that guy has a special skill and it happens to be goal scoring. Kind of. And if you just, one. exactly. It's a, this is one of those you could just see Columbus is going to screw this up, and he is going to. He's either going to get traded again because he'll be a year from free agency, or, or lay it out and walk and go he, score forty goals somewhere else. Exactly, <laughs> and he's going to go to a situation that's like, look, you shoot puck. That's all we want. <laughs> they're going to get all Bruno Mars up on him and they're going to be like, we love you just the way you are. Oh my God. Come, come do this with us. <laughs> just come, just come set up shop and be a little turret for us. <laughs> and he's going to be just fine. Yep. Don't disagree. Like uh, Loki, if you want to make, if you want to make the big splash, you don't want to pay Andre Burakovsky or not in, in Nazem Kadri. You restart your second line with Patrick Line and Alex. You Newman, have, sure. uh, if you're tired of Burakovsky's indecision, Line, there won't be any indecision with Line. That will just be puck to the net. Yeah. I mean, you throw that guy out there with Alex Newhook, and it's like, all right, this is dynamic and nasty. <laughs> uh, Montreal, the team really in any danger here. I, I can't even say that. They're not in danger, but they're the team that are squarely in fourth place in that division. It's 
kind of what we talked about earlier and at the midseason point here. Guess who got hurt? Carey Price. Guess who's floundered? Montreal. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? Turns out having a healthy goaltender is kind of important. I don't think there's a whole. I mean, lot Jake Allen's been really good for them. He has, but he's but not like we've Christ. we've learned, Jake Jake Allen is best as a short term like installment, <laughs> like a platoon backup. Yeah. Like he's not he he can give you starter level play, it but spurts. you just you can't make him until he starts giving up the. seven goals a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't make him the starter. <laughs> That's uh, all it is. Like Jake Allen has proven very valuable, and I still think, I still think Seattle should be all over that too. All right, we can take a second period break there, as we are brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that has really changed lives. You can get it cold brew down at the DNVR bar if you want to try before you buy, and then you can get twenty five percent off when you use code DNVR twenty five on your first purchase of Strava Craft at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Highly recommend these guys. They've been with us for a very long time. Also brought to you by Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business here locally for a while, and they will get you all set up with the exact right plan for you. Mike not only can get you a great rate, but is a certified financial planner. So they'll look at all aspects of your financial situation when getting you a home loan. When you head on over to their website, you can get yourself a bunch of free DNVR stuff as well as a free consultation. That's dnvrmortgage.com. So jump on it. If for nothing else, just get yourself the free shirt. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. And also brought to you by our favorite teeth people, the Green Mountain Dental Group. They are just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. <laughs> you can get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. We have nothing but great stories about people that have switched over and said it's their best dental experience they've ever had. So check them out today. They'll get you taken care of. Green Mountain Dental Group. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo and AJ coming at you. Do you want to talk about this AHL sitch? Yeah. So just announced, like literally 20 minutes ago, that the AHL, at least the Pacific Division, will have a postseason tournament to be held to at least determine a division champion, which this season the Eagles are in the Pacific. Yep. So the only reason we're talking about this. Otherwise, it would be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So... There will be, that means at least two rounds of playoffs for the Eagles this year, if they win round one, obviously. But uh, all of a sudden, potential for a little bit more hockey for the AHL team and some of the Avs prospects down there. That's pretty darn interesting, considering the wealth of prospects that have suddenly joined that hockey team. Yep. And we're still waiting on Baron to officially join, but he's on his way at some point. You're looking at potentially adding Kout back down there for that, Connor Timmons back down there for that. 
not to mention New Hook, Ranta, Foodie. Uh, is whatever. New Hook gonna stay there? Who? Is I said is New Hook gonna stay? That is a question. That if is you're, a question. If you're the Avs, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last night, right? We dabbled, yeah. Finding on a on a healthy forward core, it's tough to find a spot. spot yeah. That makes sense. But if an injury pops up and an injury is gonna pop up. Just do it. If he keeps scoring like this, just do it. <laughs> I mean it's gotta be a temptation. Yeah. More and more all the time. <laughs> every time he scores. Every time he has a two-point game. That'd be... I mean, I'd do it. You'd do it, I think. I don't know that the Avs would do it. But, boy, would it be fun. <laughs> I do... I do wonder, like, I'm, my assumption is there's just too many people he'd have to jump over. Mm-hmm. We know the Avs are going to go to the Magnas and and such of the world well, first, this most is, likely. But this is where it depends on the injury. Sure, is it a top six guy? Is it yada yada yada? Because but, if if it's you're still like O'Connor is out. Calvert is out, and you're still tinkering with like the twelfth guy. You know, <clears throat> you replace Liam O'Brien. Yeah, you know, Cout Magna. Newhook isn't going to do you anything. Know, drive, you, whatever. Like seven minutes on the fourth line. Yeah, uh, yeah like Newhook. Newhook is. I it, I'm not going to say totally wasted there, but it's just like. You have to understand, like, when you give you him seven to, minutes with skill lacking players, you're not going to be shocked when he has no points, <laughs> right? Like, even even like Bowers or whatever, you know, like Bowers. Bowers at least makes sense in that role too. Yep. Um, but, but New Hook is not gonna. He's gonna look out of place, and you're gonna. I don't know. I could. I could see the argument of. It at least gives you a dangerous player on that line that other teams would have to take seriously. You know, it would stop. It may not stop, but it would give pause to other coaches who would just want to be like, okay, we're going to go four on four. We're going to throw our fourth line against your fourth line because New Hook is most likely, he would be most likely the most talented player on the ice of all In the any fourth between, line anywhere yeah right like between any of the any any of those playoff teams he most likely is the most talented guy and you know maybe maybe what you do is you look at St. Louis as a way to copy this right now this is how they're using Mike Hoffman he's on the fourth line and he's on their top power play unit yeah like they're almost using Mike Hoffman as a straight up specialist. Like they're they're being very careful about how to use him at even strength because he's atrocious defensively. 
But when it comes power play time, they don't worry about that. They just cut loose. Let that guy go and eat. So it would definitely, I I think from that perspective, it's intriguing. From the perspective of how much better does it make Colorado and you lose a guy that you you lose you lose a spot for a for a PK guy. Yeah. You know, if Belmar goes into the box, you have Justin Chushkin and Soderberg and Comfort. Now, at the top of that list, I was excited. Joseph and Chushkin <laughs> are good players. Soderberg, Soderberg and Comfort on that. the PK have gotten chewed up a little bit. Yep. And so you're like, oh, okay. But who are you using in that spot instead of like if if it's Cout, he's not on the PK either. Yep, very true. So I think we've made the argument of like what what job is available for him. But at the same time, like if he keeps this up, man, and I'm saying another week, two weeks of him scoring a game, basically a point per game pace. Yeah, if he's got like like I said the other week, if he has 14 points in like 13, 12 games or something, it's hard to not do it. You should really seriously consider it. And like, would it be great experience for the Eagles to go on a, a fun little like Pacific Division playoff run? Maybe win a round or two or whatever. Totally. Well, it's gonna, be, no- it's gonna be great experience for Sampo Ranta, but for Alex Newhook, if that continues on. I just, I, I, it's. I'm starting to get won over by the idea of screw it. He's too there, special. And there's no, especially if you bring him up for a regular season game or two, at the end of the year. If he looks terrible, cool. Send him back to the Eagles, and he can right. play in those playoffs. Like, and this is this is kind of why I'm like, you should try to use these games against the Sharks and Kings. Yep. As your your testing ground for that. I am not about bringing Alex Newhook up at the start of the first round and throwing him in and being like, figure that out. That this is not this is not the Kale McCarr situation. They don't need that guy. But if Newhook keeps this up, I I think I think this time next week we should be seriously talking about it. I, I don't disagree. Um, yeah, I I think Newhook would be extremely interesting. I do wonder yeah, who else be a lot of fun. would be on their list. Um, obviously, they gave Cout the chance here. He that was not gone well. He was fine in his first couple of games. He didn't like stand out, and then the other night he was awful. Dude, him and O'Brien last night were atrocious. Yep. So. And like we're seeing the problem with Belmar. Yep. If Belmar, if Belmar is like the most established, best player on his line, that line, it's a bad line. Have any offense? Yep. It's a bad line. They get they get rocked. Yep. Why is it that when he's next to Calvert and O'Connor, things go well? Even Comfort, things have gone better he's because he carried. Because those guys, because those guys can actually move the needle just a little bit. JT Comfer on the wing, I haven't had any problems with this year. JT Comfer as a center, I think, totally collapsed. But JT JT Comfer on the wing, no no serious problems. All of this like 
but it's still overpaid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever, whatever. Different, different issue. But as an actual, just as a regular NHL player, I don't have any problems with it. The, the people who are like, oh, he's totally useless. Wildly overstating that. All right. We'll see. Get a get a good look at uh, some more Avs prospect stuff, which is always good because it's been uh, somewhat limited for a bunch of guys this year. Yeah, and this is great. This is great news, just because the the Eagles. Any more games for the Eagles is more games for a lot of these kids. Yep, that's only a good thing. Let them play. Let them play. Play all summer. Look. I think the AJ the way AJ put it the other night is is pretty accurate at this point. The Avs have nine games left in their season, and it's kind of just sitting around and waiting for them to end and yep. getting to the playoffs at this point. Yep. It's uh, yes, the way that their division plays out could still flop. They could still catch Vegas for first. Mini is still there in third. They could they could finish in third. They could win the division. We'll see. Yep. But at the end of the day, you go through everybody that matters in the playoffs. It doesn't matter which seed you start in. You have to go through four rounds. So, yeah, it's it should be fun. Nonetheless, hopefully the Avs can uh, get back in the win column against some of these weaker teams and make it interesting down the stretch at the very least. But I guess that's all I got, AJ, unless there's anything you want to throw out there playoff race-wise. Nope, I'm good. Cool. Guess that means it's time for us to get out of here for the day. Thank you, everyone watching, listening. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, highly recommend. That's the best way to catch us. And, of course, you can listen to us on podcasts whatever you prefer as well, but YouTube, you see our, well, I'm not going to say beautiful faces because we don't have the lovely Evan Rowell on the show today, but you can catch our faces one way or another. We will be back post game tomorrow and we hope to see you all there. So until then have a good rest of your Thursday.